Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Marriage of Martinis. I'm Adam. Here's Danielle. Hey. And I don't know what we're doing here, what we're talking about. I feel like you say that every episode. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could go for a lot of things. That could go for what's going on in our kids' lives. Yeah. That could go Lots for just well, about anything. I think we can go back and forth on issues that we both don't... Anyway, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> so we are here. I'm so excited with Erica and Jamila of Good Moms, Bad Choices. I feel like I have been waiting for this for years because we haven't seen them in so long. And if anybody has uh, been listening kind of since the beginning, I feel like that was like the first summer that we had the podcast. Um, I think one of our, my favorite early episodes of ours was when we randomly, like it was almost as if we found you guys like on a dating app or something. (laughs) I literally, I was going to we were going to LA we had some a bunch of plans to um to record a bunch of podcasts and i remember i was on social media and I think we were pretty small at the time. You were pretty small at the time, like as far as our followings go. You guys are bigger than us. And I, I, I'll i tell you what happened. You oh, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Tell us. It was really early in our podcasting career. Hi, guys. This is Mila. Thank you guys for having <laughs> us. We're so happy to be back. We're so happy you're here. We went on another podcast and I overheard their like manager saying, yeah, Marriage and Martinis is going to be here next week. And I wrote it in my phone. <laughs> and then I, when we left, I said, I heard them say, and then I looked you guys up and you guys looked like you had a lot of followers. And I was like, I heard them say Marriage and Martinis is going to be here next week. We should hit them up. And then we did. Oh, you got in touch with us? Yeah, yeah. we did some serious. That's oh my kind God, of our how expertise. fucking cool are we? Damn, we stalked right? you because yeah, we, we overheard. is a serious stalking. That's kind wow. of what we do. We stole, we stole you guys from somebody else. <laughs> oh like, my God. This is what we do. We like, That's so funny because Danielle was like, we're meeting up with you guys in, in the city today. And I was like, oh my God, they're so famous. Yeah, we're going like, to be with like, them. We're, yeah, he's like, they're famous now. They don't want to Yeah, she said, text them and let's see what the, we're going to do. And I'm like, I can't text them. They're too famous for me. Holy. <laughs> but we went, we came over and it was like meant to be. It was like fate that we just wound up talking and drinking and hanging out. And I think I smoked pot with you guys for the first time like that I had smoked pot in years. That's right. And I got super <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> and then I remember like being like, I don't know if we can put this episode out. I don't even know what I said. <laughs> we did. Yeah. So a lot has happened since then. Um, I mean, a lot. Can you guys just give like, I, I mean, like one of those fast forward brief summaries of what has been going on in your life and um, where you are now. 
Um, okay. Well, uh, we, well, we obviously had a podcast when we met you. It was very early on. I think we were like maybe like five months in, possibly. I think they came in like June. What year did we meet 2018. You? It was the first oh, year. Oh, so it was we, the first year. We, okay. So, so it was you like were, your yeah. first year. Yeah. yeah. We started Literally the podcast. Just no, it was the following summer. We'd had it almost a year. Yeah. yeah. I think you guys were a year ahead of us. You guys had a lot of followers and you guys were famous in Malaysia. <laughs> yeah. like, we're famous facts. in Malaysia. I was like, how'd you get famous? Yeah, that was our claim to fame. <laughs> yes. In the beginning, Malaysia people would be famous. like, so how many followers do you have? We're huge in Malaysia. Right. <laughs> I do remember that. Um, at the time, we had three-year-old daughters. Our kids are eight now, which is nuts as well. Mm-hmm. And I know your daughter's off to college this year, which mm-hmm. is crazy as well. Um, I think in the podcast, we were vo- both very much single, really tapping into our hoe phase um, of singleness and single momness and really like living and br- just rel- relishing in all those things, advocating for um, uh, non-monogamy, which now if you hear our podcast, it's, we toot a little bit of a different horn. not necessarily not advocating for that, but I don't think that we advocate for that in our personal lives anymore. <laughs> uh, Mila is now, it has a serious partner. Um, Orlando. He's sitting right so over things, there. So, that, yeah. those, so those things have changed. Um, and yeah, I think just our community has grown so much. We've just, we've mm. continued to share, overshare for the past five years, mm-hmm. all of our fucking business. Um, some good, some bad. <laughs> um, but overall, I think the honesty that we've been able to share as friends over the mic has been transformational for us mm-hmm. as friends and transformational for our community. Uh, me and Mila's friendship has grown a lot because mm-hmm. I think when you met us, me and Mila were actually new friends then right. as well. And that was sort of like, you did the same thing. I mean, you reached out to Mila when you had, um, when Irie was what, like a toddler? Yeah, I, I had found her on Instagram before that, before my daughter was born, judged her. Then she popped up on the gram again after I had my daughter. And I was like, where is this mommy friend? Met up with her um, this is the Cliff Notes version. If you want to hear the full version, you have to go back and listen to our episode with Danielle. And it's a great and Adam, story. It, yeah, yeah. It involves a three, or you can read our book. Um, it's it involves a threesome, Instagram, and Tinder. a birthday party. Um, <laughs> that not in that order. So vague. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get all the tea, um, or you can. You really can. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah, we our our friendship has just expanded over the last five years, and mm-hmm. now with the podcast and the community and our tribe, like there's so many things we have going. We have this amazing book out, A Good Mom's Guide to Making Bad Choices, that just came out. Um, it's our debut book. It's our little it's our little baby we birthed, and it's extremely raw. It's extremely honest and terrifying, but mm-hmm. I think extremely necessary. So I'm excited about that. We started a fucking retreat business. So I know we're amazing. taking women out of the country, mm-hmm. moms, non moms out of the yeah, country. I'm going to go. You Please really should. I really do. What is are you it, laughing it's at? It's just for moms? No, no, it's no. For, just for women. It's for women in but general. I, just for women. He doesn't women. think I'll do. He doesn't think I can do it. I don't think you can, but I would. Lo- I, can I? Can I be the mom for the day? Wait, I would love to join. No, you're gonna be, wanna, you're gonna be the it. mom for the week. She's gonna be with us. <laughs> yeah. You, what do you mean you she can't do it? I can't do it, but you can. A retreat. Why would she uh, not be able to do It's not a retreat where they're like sitting down, like meditating the whole time. Not that you could do that either. But they're like partying and shit. It's fun. <laughs> okay. I, I just, I'm I just mean, saying. I mean, it looks I, like, like. I would say it's equal parts both. I think it's, it's a We're reason. not meditating the whole it's, time. No, <laughs> no. But there's a, an element of style, like just kind of like grounding for women to kind of like. Yeah. Just do nothing. Right. But also do whatever the fuck they want. And that's the whole point. I mean, it sounds it, it amazing. It seems like it's, it's um, this perfect blend of, you know, as moms, like 
you get to a certain point and there, it's this perfect blend of hedonism, but also, <laughs> no, seriously, like, like seriously, which no, we know. all need and none of us fucking do mm-hmm. ever. Um, this perfect blend of like hedonism, but also um, togetherness and, you know, tribe, like you guys always say and all of that stuff. Like, it just seems like you guys have hit this incredible balance for moms doing that and non-moms. I mean, just for women in general. Um, and I just, I, I think it's, Awesome. Thank and um, I watch all the videos and every video I'm like, all right, I'm going to text him now and say I'm going the next time. And then I'm like, <laughs> and then one of my kids says something come up and I'm like, no, I'm going to do the next one. I'm going to do that. But I really, really do want to go. She's never going to make it, by the way. I'm so annoyed that you keep saying this that now I'm like dedicated That's right. to bugging the shit out of Danielle until mm-hmm. she confirms mm-hmm. because the that fact- was my intent, by the way. Just, <laughs> just letting me know. So we're totally reverse psychology. You have to, you have to like, Coax Danielle until like you're not going to be able to do it. You can't do it, and then she's like, "Fuck you! I'm going to be like," right. and she actually is, makes well, it happen. Because retreat, like sometimes you hear people say retreat, right? And like I have friends who go on retreats and stuff, and I'm like, I don't want to do that wellness shit. It's, it sounds like it like, sounds I like a huge wanna, commitment. I don't want to go and like be eating healthy food the whole time, <laughs> and you know what I mean. Like that's not the kind of I'm not. That's not the kind of retreat I I I want to do. I want to do like a retreat where I'm going to feel like the kid inside of me is is coming out a little bit, the teenager inside of me. I thought that's what I'm for. But I think that one of my favorite parts of meeting again now in 2023 after, you know, all these years is the fact that you two are such a testament to friendship and what that means in, you know, in especially a woman's life. Um, Because, you know, I was just talking to somebody the other day and I was saying, you know, as far as relationships go, and Adam and I, you know, we've had many stages and phases of our relationship, right? We've had like the passion, love, you know, connection phase. We've had the roommate phase. We've had all the phases. But like the crazy thing is, is that it's the one relationship in your life where you're expected to just, you know, be together your whole lives as far as society tells you and everything. But it is literally the only relationship in life that that is supposed to happen with, right? And like there's these expectations about being you know, married that, um, you know, till death do us part. But yet in friendships, you know, they say, you know, other than your core friendships, it's just interesting to me that that is supposed to be the core relationship in your life where really you guys have proven that, you know, friendship, a woman's friendship is, it, it, it is, life-changing mm-hmm. it is um it is the core it is the the seed that kind of grows all these other things and and from that you know you guys have gained family together you know and you've gained friendship and you've gained um a business and all of these things and so i think that it's such a testament to i mean to run a business anyway and for people is such you know a hard thing to do and you have i think you're you're an inspiration in the sense that I think women see that it is so important to have other women that you can really, even if you're not having a business, just be together and and sort of do life with, right? And even though I know you, you know, you have Orlando now and everything, like it's still a core, like that core relationship in your life. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, me and Erica talk about this in the book too. We're such lesbians, but fake ones. Um, <laughs> We're not lesbians. I'm just shaking. But um, we're platonic wives. And mm-hmm. we've, we've said that a lot. And, you know, and obviously, like, I, I'm in a relationship and, you know, we've had relationships. But um, Erica is my co-parent, you yeah. know. And um, 
she's been there in a lot of times where I was like, had she not been there, I'd be in a completely different state of mind. And um, it saved me. This friendship has saved me. And, you know, mm -hmm. outside of business, outside of all this amazing shit that we've grown, because it is amazing and it's magical. But just in the sense that I can literally call this bitch about anything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and however many fuck ups I make and however many times I've made bad choices, I can come to her and as my my full imperfect self and cry and and you know, be disappointed, but she's always consistently um, just comforting me and consoling me and, and speaking life into me. It's been super powerful. And not only that, like women, when we come together, we have this like incredible capability of manifesting. Like I strongly believe in um, the power of women. And I think that like, and not just like on some hippy dippy shit but like on some magical outer worldly shit it's like when we really put our mind like think about it we birth we, we bring life every one of us here came through a coochie <laughs> that's that's it's that's a, powerful. It's a fact, you know, <laughs> like we are creators and um, we have power and mm -hmm. I think uh, society kind of tries to remove that power from us and so we forget and you know like even birth when you you know the western what the western world of how birth is it's it's not as empowering as it actually could be but like just through me and like you guys met us in the very beginning and honestly like <laughs> side note i'm so grateful for you guys because when we were early on and you guys were popping we we're like send us your press kit so we could look at it and you did you're like no problem like who do you need what do you need of course you know we had a press kit <laughs> I know, Adam, you wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> Danielle made it. Danielle made it. But honestly, like, you know, really, this this entire journey has been such a, um, a testimony of how much, like, women have supported us. And, mm -hmm. like, Erica and I have literally, like, you know, we've yeah. literally spoke some shit into existence. Like, I don't know how we're going to write a book or who will care, but I think we can do it. And then just, like, calls coming in and opportunities and, and things being birthed. And it's just, I really credit it to, like, the power of when women let their guards down and come together on some real, like, true friendship shit. And not on some, like, judgment and not on some shady shit talking. You know, I think women have this bad rep that we can't successfully have friendships because we're catty or we're jealous right. or you know the one has to be like you know but it's never ever been that and I'm just like I'm so proud of our friendship I'm so proud to have this like example of you know both business and personal friendship and platonic wifery mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean that is kind of true at it more at a younger level right I mean I think that's more looked at as girls are more catty and Oh no, women and, too. I just want to say, first of all, I'm a little intimidated by, you know, what's going on here. You know, this is a whole woman conversation. <laughs> and, you know, I'm a little I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. Am I supposed to be here? I'm gonna go hang out with Orlando like, once again over there. Like, I don't know what to do about this, but listen, you know, I going back even to back in the day, back in high school, I was I think I had more not girlfriends, but friends that were girls. Cause I was more yeah. into that, like I was I felt a connection more. I felt a connection with the guys too, but like I got it. I understood what was going on, but I saw what you're talking about, the clickiness, the the cattiness, the all those things. So that happens now as women as well. I mean, is that I mean we're kinda I think we're kinda conditioned that way. That like it's not even that we are so much as that people are like you you're trained that way, so you assume like your first frame of mind is like she's like maybe she's hating on me. You know what I mean? And even distrust. Yeah, but don't you get to a point you know, where you're like, 
like I don't give a shit. Like whatever they're saying, like means nothing to me at this point. I mean, hopefully, right? Hopefully, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm only as experienced as that the age that I am and the experiences that I've had. I mean, I can only speak to you know where I'm at and the people that I've met along the way. And the right. people that I've met along the way have have as we know, as you get older, there is a more like fuck it that we get. And I can oh, only yeah. imagine. Oh, it, I can only imagine yeah. it just keeps expanding, yes. expanding, expanding. And you meet those people the along the way. Like, yeah, where your circle gets smaller Correct. and your fuck it gets bigger. Yes. And you're just like, either you're with it or not. I don't really give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't have time. You right. know? Hopefully. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we're at the point now, you know, mid forties, you know, we don't have many friends. You know, I don't think that's, I don't think that's because Eh, maybe it's a little bit because people don't like us, right? But I don't think it's 100% of them. You guys right? are really likable. No, no, but the point is, like, we don't have time for the people who have to judge us or or have, you know, whatever to think about us in but a certain way. But imagine if you did have time. Imagine if, like, there was grace for those people. You know what I mean? Imagine, like, the friendships that could be if people got out of their fucking way and stopped yeah. judging one another. And that's well, if you really- have the time, you talk to them and say, right. hey, and- why are you feeling this way? Why, why do you think that but way, right? If, like, if the foundation and the understanding that f- that f- platonic friendships, whether it's male or female, I think obviously men and women navigate diff- these friendships differently. But if we just got to it, like we actually like just got out of our own ways, how many friendships you wouldn't have to say fuck it to mm-hmm. and say, oh my God, I, I I fuck with you. Oh, I fuck with you too. Oh, I fuck with you too. I fuck with you too. We, as we get older, our circles do get smaller yeah. because I think the work is not being done. And it's so, it's easier to just say fuck it. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and that's fine too. And that's great too, because life is short and you don't mm-hmm. have a lot of time for people's bullshit. Yeah. But I think the point of, a point, the point of, of the convert, I think of our union and just our message too to women is just like imagine a world where like there you weren't judging another woman based on things that are have nothing to fucking do with you, mm-hmm. and that you could just accept her and that you guys could be fast friends yeah. and there could be nothing. There's nothing in the way of that instead of having to just write people off because you don't have time, you know. Ready to pop the question. The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I think I think also we're all in a really unique a unique position as podcasters. I know this sounds very cliche, but I mean, even I I, mean, I know you guys enough to know that like you've like you said you've gone through a lot of stages in your marriage, mm-hmm. and there's a st- there's coming like even in the point to being on the brink of 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 divorce and and you know even though you guys have been together for years, don't nod I, your head so hard, honey. I'm just <laughs> I'm <laughs> saying that. Just, <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> gonna break your neck. When you, but, <laughs> but but I think agreeing for, too much. And I know you guys have told me this is that the podcast kind of like helped you put things in perspective and be like fucking super honest and like super transparent where maybe had you guys not gone through this route of of this of the podcast that you may not have been here sitting with us as a married couple you no, know 100 percent. as a matter of fact um it's because of the doing this podcast that you know look i you know i've i've messed up danielle's messed up we've both done things but not to the extent that we both understood that we've both have done because of the podcast, right? Like Danielle's understood th- 
things that she's done, which she never realized before because we had discussions because of this. Mm -hmm. Same for me. Right. Well, I think, and that's, and that is the thing, you know, it's like people are so unwilling to strip down to like take off their mask and be like, this is, this is what the fuck is going on. Right. Yeah. And sometimes it's, it's independent of your spouse or your friend. And sometimes it's just like, oh shit, it's me. Or I'm not being like, I think that we are in the unique position as podcasters, I think, and this is so cliche, but like us talking all the fucking time, honestly, it A, it builds up your resistance to give a fuck about other people's opinion because you get used to just saying what the fuck you feel like and then figuring out what happens next. Like, fuck, fuck it if you don't like it, you know? Right. And then, like, shout out to... Um, shout out to Sex Talk with my mom. Karen said this to us early on, and she was just like... She was like, you know, I try to hang out with my old friends, and they're older, and they're always bringing out pictures of their kids. And she's like... I don't really give a fuck. Right. <laughs> she was like, right. I want to talk about some real shit. Mm. She's like, my life is fun. And like, they, all I want to do is talk about their kids and I don't fuck with that. You know, she didn't say this. This, this, <laughs> this is not a direct quote, <laughs> but it's pretty fucking close. But right. maybe it should be. Yeah. But it should be. Right? But that's the thing. It's like, I think when you come into this world of like radical honesty and, and even like publicly, you, you get the balls every week to kind of just be like, this is who I am, bitches. Yeah. Take it or leave it, you know? That's right. And even in your relationship, even in our relationship, I, you know, I've had long-term friendships even prior to this and they're still thriving, but this relationship has given me tools to be a better friend, to show up as more mm -hmm. of myself without like harboring so much shit about, about people or ideas I've made up in my, in my mind about other friends, but just to be able to show up as myself and saying, hey, this is me, take it or leave it. If you don't like it, get the fuck on. Right. But like that is really the, I think that's where the beauty comes. That's when you can birth big podcasts like Marriage and Martinis and you can birth retreats and you can birth books because people are so busy having friendships that are rooted in fakeness mm -hmm. that there's no room for, there's no room for expansion. Right. Yeah, and I think we, we're at a place now also where, you know, we've told our own story, which I'm sure is how you feel too. Like, I, I wish more people would do that. I wish more people would be like up front and be like, all right, look, so here's what's going on in my life, right? So, you know, my my, my mental health well, is now, awful. Now you can do that with the Marriage of Martini's Daily <laughs> Questions book. It's like Truman Show. <laughs> when she holds I can't, up I can't wait to get into that. Yeah, yeah, but that well, is why we wrote it. I mean, that is why point. we wrote it because we were sort of, everyone was always saying like, you know, because really when we started the podcast, it was basically like, I looked at Adam like, okay, you fucked up. How are we going to fix it? And then over time, I mean, literally it took a couple years. I was like, oh shit, wait a minute. I have a fucking role in this too. And <laughs> it took a couple years. It did. It really did. It took a couple years. So and you would say a lot of those years were just you blaming him and 100%. holding him accountable for what he did. You know did. why? Right. Because his were tangible things that you can put, you know what I mean? That, that You did this on this day. Yes. And, this and there was yes. no, why, well, why did I do those things? What led right, me to that? Right, right. And I was, you know, supposedly doing all the things that society tells you to do, right? I was staying home with the kids. I gave up my job well, that I fucking hated anyway. But like, you know, I was doing all the things and he, he, um, you know, he um, deviated. Mm. But at the same time, you know, I, I say to myself, which is, I think, what's so beautiful about your friendship from the beginning. And I think we all need to do also as, as friends and as people and as parents and all our roles is that... I knew who he, who he was when I married him. I married him because he was a bad boy. I married him because he was, you know, a wonderful human being who 
loved the wild side. And, you know, so I can't be like, which Mad, way do you want it? Yeah, bitch, which one do you, which one right, is which, it? Right, which, which, exactly, which <laughs> one do you want? Do you want, and I, and I like the wild side. I loved the bad boy in him. I never would have been okay in a relationship. I know people who have very level-headed long relationships where you know they say we don't fight and we don't this and we don't that we don't like mm-hmm. we don't, right 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 <laughs> like, or we fuck, but it's missionary every yeah, time you know. or like like we our relationship is so multifaceted and again i think fucking till death to you part it better fucking be or else you're gonna be bored and i would be bored mm-hmm. and and so you know a little bit i was sort of like all right well he's done these things. And, you know, in my mind, nothing was ever so terrible that I was like, I got to leave them, mm. you know? But at the same time, I, I had to finally say to myself, like, why am I pretending that I didn't, ma- that this isn't the exact person I married? <laughs> you know, mm. like this is the exact Orlando, <laughs> see? But, but I think that's the same thing in, you know, in friendships and stuff too. Like I'm at a point now in my life where I have appreciation for my friendships for the specific things that someone does, right? Like the same person that I want to go have coffee with in the morning and like talk about life and our kids or whatever, isn't the same person that I'm going to call to party on a Friday night with. Right. Or and, and I think that that's where we lose things is that, you know, we expect each relationship to be all the things. To be all serving. Yeah. yeah. You can have friends for different parts of you. And they can be very specific parts. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have somebody who you call for a very specific reason. Mm-hmm. And the beauty, <clears throat> I think, of your friendship, and there are certain certain core relationships in our life, I think that do that, is that you give each other all the things. And I know probably not all the things, right? Like obviously there's a sex component and stuff that isn't (laughs) happening. But I do think that, you know, I, I am, I have such admiration that you, you thought it was important enough to reach out to Mila, Erica, and say, I think we'd be really good like, I think this would really work for us. And I think that we're encouraged to do that to date and to marry and stuff. I don't think we're encouraged to do that with friendships. It's like to go out on a limb and be like, bitch, I like you. Like, let's be friends. I mean, I, this is the first time I ever did something like this. Like, I I, I didn't intentionally go into it with, with that in mind. It kind of just kind of manifested into that, I think. A lot of it was out of desperation. A lot of it was out of um, having someone that I think truly didn't judge me um, Mm. in this new space and place that I was as a new mom dating, single mom dating, which was like a really big foundation of our friendship and understanding of one Mm. another is that we were both single and we were both dating and having these experiences um, with our child's father, with p- the people we were dating, and then also realizing like that society was holding us to this standard that I didn't even realize I was being held to, you know. And I think we could we bonded over those things, and so it gave us that it gave us the common ground and the motivation to keep moving forward in our friendship. But I definitely don't know if it was. I think it. it I think now it's definitely intentional. And granted, me and Mila's friendship is not fucking perfect. Like mm-hmm. we have things. Like there's things that, like you know, what the fuck are you talking about? We're not. <laughs> like we're not always. We're not always the best communicators all the time. And like you know, do you guys fight? Have you ever been in a fight where like 
No, seriously. We had one big fight. <laughs> How long ago was that? I would, we can't call and this a fight. Like, like what, six months ago. That's not too like, bad. One big last fight. Summer? Last if summer? Yeah, really. We have like passive aggressive <clears throat> fights and yeah. then we're just annoyed with each other. Like one of you will, like you Those won't text worst, each other. The yeah, the passive aggressive is so much worse than like, let's just blow it out and let it go right it's now. True. Like, let's have it it's out. It's true. And you know? people, women can they call that stonewalling where you won't reach out to each other and you hit a wall and you're just like, fuck it, I'm not going to be the one i'm not gonna be the one and then you're just like nowhere i i think that's true i think like but i also feel like you know we have a genuine like a genuine foundation to our friendship despite the fact that like our friendship really started to blossom on our business with a business but i, I we're like we we have the ability like we could be passive aggressive and like we're both water signs we're both bitches we both get annoyed you know like mm-hmm. we're both like get, like but it, luckily we kind of ground each other too because like when I'm super anxiety written, somehow she's not. And when she's super anxiety, <laughs> right. somehow I'm not, you know? And like, we kind of are conscious of each other's like where we're at so that we can be like, this is not a good time for me to be anxiety written too. <laughs> like we can't mm-hmm. both be fucked up. <laughs> but also we've been like extremely honest with each other. Like, I'm afraid you're gonna leave me. Right. And like, sure. No, and, look, this is a marriage. It's a marriage. It's a it marriage. Really is. Yes. I mean, you're, and like, you're I'm jealous marriage. that you're funny, and I'm jealous right. that like you have so much going on, and like, what are we gonna do if we're not together? Like, yeah. it's it, there's there's like a, not a codependency, but we talk about all the things, and there's like this beautiful like, I think. We also have a lot on the line. <laughs> Our friendship is, you know, the the foundation of a lot of other things, and so we're we're very careful with it mm. we respect our friendship we're intentional about it and not to say we're perfect because i think this for both of us this is the first friendship we've had like this mm. and that we're this honest and that we're this you know transparent and that you know and you know and i even when we first started the podcast one of my like long my two of my most long-term friends were like i was like i think eric is my best friend and they're like no she's not <laughs> and i was like yeah she is they're like right. you just met her you haven't known her that long and I was like I don't care mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was pissed that they said that you know but well that's why people have I've seen on Facebook and stuff people have started talking about forever friends instead of best friends well, th- so well, you've been my forever friend like you're from childhood maybe you're not my best friend I, I can't call you my best friend when I like give you a birthday shout out on Facebook so I'm gonna call you my forever well, friends well I mean, think about like, even re- romantic relationships you see you see a friend that like f- falls head over heels for a guy in like two weeks and he's they're like I'm in love and they're like no you're not it, it, the, the kind of carries over to friendship too <laughs> except for Orlando Orlando of you should and, just and come and in yeah, here yeah why not I mean, <laughs> it, it kind of it kind of crosses over to friendships too like where friends are like you just met her like two Chill. weeks ago relax it's mm. like we have these timelines in which we have to go through these certain we have to check off these certain boxes in order for you to now be my designated best friend you know right. and I think me and Mila really kind of skipped all that shit and I don't know I I, I there's there's no I think real reason why besides I do believe that it was just divinely meant to happen. I think that mm. like something bigger than us brought us together. There's no coincidence that both of our daughters are eight years old. There's no coincidence right. that we grew up in the valley but never met each other. There's no coincidence until we needed to. Yes. There's no coincidence, but and had friends and knew each other for years and somehow we didn't, didn't meet. There's no coincidence that we both kind of became single at the same exact time and had something to say about it. You know, like mm-hmm. there was this, it was kind of like this 
culmination of events that happened that was like, and now this is what's going to happen. Start scene. Yeah. Do you you guys feel at all like the, you mentioned codependence before and that you weren't, but you kind of are codependent (laughs) upon each other, right? Like to make this work. We've had this conversation for sure. When Mila went to Mexico for like a month with Orlando, I was like, what am Mm -hmm. I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Right, or if she I mean, goes somewhere without me, I'm like, I, then I'm like, I want to go, and they're like, maybe she doesn't want me to go because she's. So, well, there's so many so levels of a codependence between you two because you're like, <laughs> seemingly best friends. You're seemingly married. You're seemingly you have a business together. You have you have so many levels of codependence upon each other. <laughs> like, does that, is that ever what you've, is that what you've deduced out of? <laughs> uh, no, I just uh, does that get in the way of any like I because you guys seem to whenever. You, all the times both that I've seen the two of you together, like you know, you have this connection which just seems. You know, yeah, like a chemistry that I that don't know. is, You'd have to that ask is that. usually You'd have reserved to really for romantic ask, you relationships. You have to ask other people in our lives. I mean, mm-hmm. well, do you have? Does that ever get in your minds or in the way? Like, um, you're nervous about well, yeah, the dependence I think I've, upon each well, other. I think we've talked about this candidly to one another, just in our business. Like, you know, like what what if Good Moms doesn't exist anymore, mm-hmm. or like what if. Like, well, we do that all the time, like, too. Like, would you leave me? Like, like who are that? we without, like, if right. it's not this? Well, what does that look like mm-hmm. if you left? Like, oh, my God, you're going to get married, and I'm not married at the same time. We're not going to have babies at the same time. Like, everything mm-hmm. has happened at the same time. And then, like, <laughs> life is, like, does its thing where it, like, does life. Yeah. And, you know, like, you know, Mila's in a serious relationship. I'm in limbo, sort of, in ways, you know? And, like, me having to also face those parts of myself where I've had – I haven't had to share my friend for a really long time. It's really just been me and her, like – doing this thing together and then like her having a new relationship and me being like, oh, okay, I have to like give this space. And, mm-hmm. and I love her partner. But there's also a level of like, okay. Of jealousy, sure. Yeah, and like not, well, I think the the jealousy. Not envy, not well, envy no, no, where no, no, you no, want no. You're, what you're, she had. You're not wrong about that because there is a part where I'm like, I want love, I want safe love. I want a love where like someone can accept me fully for all that I am, especially as a, podcaster that talks about sex and all my experiences on on a wide on a wide scale like that and she found that already and I'm like still kind of like I don't know if I have and there's a level of like am I gonna find it like everything up until this point we've done together and then I'm like I feel insecure I feel Mm -hmm. weird I don't know Mm -hmm. how to feel about this and like I'm going to cry. Don't cry. <laughs> You're also been up since 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> but, but also, Erica, that's okay. You know what I mean? And, and, and it would be the same way if it was the other way around. I absolutely know that. And I know that. And A, I want to say that absolutely. Like, I, like I hope that you under, like, I hope that you see this, like my, my relationship and, and know that like, I'm in this relationship so that you know that you deserve the same thing and that you are worthy of the same thing and that it's on its way. It's not like mm-hmm. I've had, I have this relationship and it's like this one in a million experience. And I know Orlando is a specific person and, but I know that you, there's a person specific to you that is all accepting of everything that you are because you are an amazing human being nothing to do with good moms you have you are an amazing human being but it's like a co- it is a codependency mm-hmm. speaking to adam because there has been like a level of like like alignment in our lives we've always been have, in relationships have the same always time. happened together mm-hmm. and then like there isn't right there isn't right and it's like oh my god i'm out here on my own on my, but that's on my own you're, not, you're never alone i'm always but here I, but bitch i am like i mm-hmm. am like i you're am you're not don't say that i know but i am i go home at night and i'm alone i can come over <laughs> adam will come over, <laughs> I mean, be happy no, to come and, over. And, I'm, and i'm okay with that but i just mean like 
I, I can't, you, you do yeah, do life course. alone, whether you have a partner right. or not. You well, know, that's, whether the, you have that's a- the thing is that, you know, in my mind, the problem is, is that society is not created a place for you guys. Right. You know what I mean? Like they have, and that is the, that is the issue, right? Is that we have couples therapy and we have, you know, family therapy and all of these things. You're family. We are. For, I mean, you are family. And, and, you know, we just recently did an, um, a, an episode with an estate planner who happens to be my brother-in-law because we're so fucking bad about like wills and shit and all that (laughs) stuff. And we were like, we need help. And, you know, one of the things about, because of the government and laws and all of this stuff is that like, you know, what he was saying was that you have to have a will and everything because the person who you want to have your kids might, if they're not not blood related to you, they have no fucking chance, Mm -hmm. right? So society is literally telling us if you're not blood related, then there's no place for you in somebody's life. Right, right. Which is super fucked up. Or if you're not romantic, if it's not hetero. That's right. If it's not, if it's not marriage. That's right. Then it doesn't, it doesn't fit these standards. Yeah. And you, and you can't benefit from her financially or in any other way or take care of her kids and vice versa legally. Which is crazy because obviously if something were to happen to one of you, you want to, you know, you want some kind of, you know, uh, in on her kid and the decisions and vice versa. But that's the problem is that there is no room being made in society to say for friendships or, 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 um, relationships that don't fit the mold, right? We already know from, you know, from uh, being together and not being legally married, that's a whole, and if you're not together for 10 years, you can't get the same benefits and everything. But that is the whole problem is that, you know, I think that there are all these, especially for women that we need these tight knit relationships, you know, that, but there, there's no place for them. And that is so sad because, you know, for all intents and purposes, like you, you know, what makes a family, you make a family. Yeah, and and so, you know, I think that that's what makes it hard also is that we don't put friendships on the same pedestal that we mm. put romantic relationships, but we should be, mm. you know? I, abs- absolutely, and like, honestly, I think, like, I value our friendship so much and our partnership, and like, to be honest, like, if it were the, if the, if it were the other way around, I would feel the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, like, I know that for a fact, and so I am aware of it, and I know, like, usually... Our lives are oddly super aligned. We're in relationship at the same time. We break up at the same time. Mm-hmm. And we're like, perfect. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And then we hoe out at the same time. But I also, like, I, when I got into this relationship, I was, uh, I was like, resistant. And not because I'm not dating an amazing person, but because I just, like, I'm good. You know, I'm good and like I'm secure in my friendship. I'm secure in like what we what we're building, and I don't need this. And it really wasn't until Erica said to me, I had had some like thoughts, and it wasn't until Erica said to me like, "Bitch, that might be your husband." Mm. And then I was like, "I think you're right." And I said, "I think you're right." I said, "Oh my god!" Like almost like I was waiting for her to give me permission. Like maybe I wouldn't like asking your father for hand in marriage. Not even because I wasn't Erica. Do you I bless this? Yeah, you need to bless this relationship. <laughs> but thank God. I mean, imagine if you were with somebody who she didn't like. I, of, of, well, you right. know, we've we, done that. We have done mm-hmm. that, and 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 that's a thing when you're so close to your friend, and then you date someone that they don't like, or there's, you know, it's not as smooth as you would like. But I mean, ultimately, it. it I mean, obviously, we both we both want to be wives. We both have a, a, like a. We both want 
safe unions and relationships. But like, had she not like, I I was having feelings, but I wasn't seeking that per se in ways. But I was I was I was fine. But when she said that to me, it gave me permission, even for myself, to let my guard down and be like. Okay, like that's okay, and I deserve that. And actually, this is like very aligned with what I'm looking for. And and actually, I I, I can do this. And my my partner <laughs> says okay. We saw we're gonna poly cool, <laughs> but you know, it, it. I wish that women had this conversation more often because prior to Erica, I have a long term friend that I've grown up with, and we were both single for a long time and going through traumatic situations, and we kind of trauma bonded in that. And but that person was going through her own shit and there was no space for me to be who I am. And I'm a particular person, you know, we're all particular people, but like I'm super free and I'm super this, I'm super that. And there was always like a a resistance and like you're doing too much, you're doing that. And I was just like, I'm tired of being told, like, are you my friend? Because this is how I've been for as long mm -hmm. as you've known me. So when I found Erica and like we our our friendship started to blossom and I was like, Oh, like who I am is okay. Who, who I am isn't too much. Who I am is just enough. And, you know, even when I'm wiling, she'll be like, okay, bitch, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. But it's in a way that's with love and compassion. And so that I, and she's communicating in a way that I'm not like feeling insecure about myself or that like I'm too much or like maybe it's overthinking what I did last night. You know what I mean? So I think that overall people really need to feel safe in their relationships, friendship, platonic, romantic. Yeah. And it's, it, it seems so basic. It seems like the most basic thing is like, hey, accept me as I am. Yeah. Because as you are flawed, so am I. And whatever your standard is may not be my standard. And like also whatever society says is too much or too little, especially for women as moms, is like, that's not real. All this shit is fake. These rules are fake. Bitch. Everything is fake. Like, I don't know who's yeah. listening. Are you listening to me? The rules are fake. <laughs> They're made to fuck you up and confuse you. Mm -hmm. And so it's really about making your own rules. And like, that's really what the book is about. Like mm. the book covers who we were before, you know, we've had kids before we met each other. The book covers when we got pregnant and we were in relationships that weren't serving who we were, but we went against that because that's what society told us to do. The book covers when we gave birth and how fucking scared and, and, sh and like, disassociated we were but but also super happy and then the book also covers breakups and abuse and like things that hard situations that required for us to go through them so we could be the women that we are now mm -hmm. and even to the point where we found each other and our friendship and how much it's birthed this version of ourselves you know like even who we are right now is not who we were five years ago when we were sitting in the dining room with you and we're oh the, sure <laughs> we're at the core i mean uh, you know us the same yeah you know, you're right and and like it's a beautiful it's a beautiful birthing of it's a beautiful evolution but people don't really give themselves the space to feel out who the fuck they are mm. you know like do i like to have threesomes do i want to open relationship can i lesbian erica without being lesbian <laughs> like, what if we just move in together and we we'll, we'll just have boyfriends on the side you know what i mean like there's so many ways your life can look but we are so busy checking off boxes for other people that don't fucking matter that are not about to die with you that we are subscribing to standards that don't serve us and it's okay if you're not perfect and like i'm sure you guys i know you guys have talked like so much about 
stages of your marriage and who you were and, you know, going to fucking AC and drinking and mm-hmm. whatever the fuck it is, because we've all experienced hiccups and, and pivots. And, you know, j- like, just like we talk about all the time, bad choices is like, there are no bad choices as long as you grow from them, mm. as long as you learn from them, as long as we're, we're rebirthing ourselves every day. And like, we're all parents. And, you know, for the parents not having the freedom to explore themselves, I really like, I encourage you to step away from the noise and really say, who the fuck am I if there were no rules at all? That's right. Oh, I love that. You know, and it's like, you have to acknowledge first that the rules are fake mm-hmm. yeah, and that there's no rules and that you make them and any relationship, platonic or romantic, that doesn't serve you and doesn't encourage you to take the leap to figure out who that is is not really for you. And I think sometimes our comfort levels are so mm. consistent. Like comfort can be only to what you've experienced thus far. And if you haven't talked about all your business on the internet. <laughs> or you <laughs> haven't got gotten uncomfortable, like allowed mm-hmm. yourself to get uncomfortable. You literally, we talk about this all the time. Like you have to kind of go against your programming and that can mm-hmm. feel really confusing. Like a virus on the computer. Right. Well, you don't even know if it's okay to <laughs> yeah, do that, you're like, right? Is this fucked up? Well, I, I think, but, but, I think you've done that with your family, I think a little bit, you've gone against, you know, the grain of right. your family, and as, and as you, yeah, both as of us, both I of think. us have gone against the grains of our family. You know, we come and you from. You feel like terrible people for a while doing that. You're like, am bit. I a fucked but up you person? Know what? I mean, isn't yeah, that you really fight against it, but yeah. then you discover so, your humanity. Yes, but isn't that what's so great about look? There's good sides and bad sides of everything, right? So isn't that what's so great about podcasting and social media and like being able to find your people, right? I know there's a lot of downsides to both, right? Mm -hmm. But the upside is you're finding people in your situation. You're hearing a voice that's not there to lecture you, but to let you know, hey, look, I'm there too. Mm -hmm. And we're all the same. Like that's kind of how our podcast started, right? Like we're just putting shit out there for the three people that we thought were going to listen. <laughs> right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it turns out there's a lot of hundreds people. and thousands of millions of people out there who mm-hmm. are like, holy shit, I thought I was alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com I thought I was the only person appeasing my family. I thought I was the only person 40, 30, still, you know, making my mom happy. And the truth of the matter is, like, mommy and daddy aren't going to go with, like, live your whole life with you. And life is short. Yeah. And, like, if you want to have an open relationship, you want to have a closed relationship, if you want to, whatever the fuck it is you want to do, you must do it. Because the day that you die and everything flashes before your eyes. You're going to be like, why the fuck, fuck didn't I do right. that? That's right. Why? That's right. Yeah. Whenever you talk to someone that's like nearing the end of their life, that's always the thing that they say. Mm -hmm. Like, just do it all. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck. I wish I wouldn't have like worried so much. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. I wish I wouldn't have worried Mm -hmm. so much. I wish I would have just enjoyed the ride. I wish I would have said yes more. You know, I wish I wouldn't have like overthought every fucking relationship, every fucking situation and tried to be perfect. And but but our world will will has ev- you can google everything mm-hmm. how to how do i do this how do i fucking walk you can literally google how do i walk <laughs> like we need to be told what to do 
And how do I give birth? Yeah, like, what, is, do, what do I birth? need to give birth? Oh, you have to give me a shot in my back and then I can mm-hmm. do it? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> what? I'm depressed. What do I do? And it's just like, everything is inside of you. If you really give yourself the time and the grace and the space, everything is inside of you. And listen, I'm not perfect. We, we talk, we're not perfect parents. We're not perfect people. I don't have it all figured out. I'm, I'm like, I'm figuring it out every day. But what I do know is that like, we, we, we're given this unique opportunity to have this human experience and there's no coincidence that all these things had to happen in order for us to exist. There had to be the perfect amount of everything mm-hmm. for us to exist here on this planet, for us to have bodies and body parts and to breathe and to walk and to love. And it's like, if you don't trust that and know that like everything you have oh is God, That's exactly what my mom used to say to me when I would say, do you believe in heaven? That's exactly the answer she would give me when I was younger. It's like, how it's a, it's do, a fucking how, miracle how that we're here, you How can you not believe in heaven when you see everything that happens around you every day? It's a that fucking was the miracle. Exact, and yeah. it's not even heaven. It's, it's, and that's the thing is like, Heaven could be right the fuck here right now, mm-hmm. but we if want, you so choose. But we right. like want to like ugh, just r- rationalize everything. Yeah, and normalize and life is everything. not rational. Everything, be delusional. The last five <laughs> years have been a fucking irrational, delusional manifestation of wild shit. Mm-hmm. Like two bitches who never wrote a book talking about their sex lives and their baby daddies and whatever else weird shit that we've done. We've done a lot of weird shit out loud. And for us to have the opportunities that we have, and you know, not to mention we're black women and you know, we're black moms and we haven't really been given a lot of space. Single moms. Single moms, right. which, which has its own weight, That's you know, right. its own stereotype. The world has their own, their own label of what a single black mom looks like. And you know, it's, it's this world of like, you're never going to be married again. You know, you're just a baby mama. Like it's like mm-hmm. you're 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 discarded almost, you know. And obviously that's just a label and we've we've, you know, learned to empower ourselves and we've honestly learned the reality of our existence and like that's obviously not the truth because we're bad bitches and we create whatever we want as soon as we speak it. But it took this friendship, it took this entity to be created, this, this like our friendship created an entity which created this book, which created this podcast, which created this podcast studio, which created this retreat, which created our children. You know what I mean? Like who they are now and like this, this level of new style parenting or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But all of these things only transpired through radical honesty about mm. ourselves and to each other. And it's like, I'm not a perfect bitch, but... I know that everything that's inside me, everything my intuition has led me to is right. Mm -hmm. Because how could all this shit be real if it wasn't like, if me not following exactly who my weird self was didn't come to fruition. You know, if I had hid parts of myself, good moms wouldn't exist. If Erica would have hid parts of herself, if she didn't tell me about her threesome from Tinder, Mm We would have never been here. Mm-hmm. And it's something small and dumb. And people would probably, you know, people have shamed us and made lots of assumptions about a mom who wants to date a very nice, respectable couple. But the point <laughs> is, it's like, fuck them. Mm-hmm. Fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. And sometimes, unfortunately, I hate to say it, that's your parents. Right. That's your auntie. Right. They're old school. And also, they're not living your fucking life and only you have to die in your skin. And ultimately, you know, we only get so much time on this earth and we're even us, all of us here is a testament to 
Like even the tribe and the friendships that you create, like I always say this, like you put out a, a bird call, like call, call, mm-hmm. this is me. I'm a hoe sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I drink a lot sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's like, me too. Me too. Right. right. And then yeah. and, and then Danielle and, and Adam. And the ones that aren't, you're like, okay, bitch, you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I Get the fuck you out. out. Yeah. And the ones that aren't are like, but I've always wanted to. <laughs> right. Can right. I come? <laughs> right. I don't want to do that, but can I come? Right. Like, you can come, bitch, but just right. shut the fuck you're, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop Get in the car. You can get, get in, in the, the car. car. Get Put in your seatbelt on. Yeah. Don't tell. <laughs> Don't right. tell. But it, but it's like how the like even even the story is like how the fuck I met you because I overheard another bitch talking about I wasn't supposed to be in the conversation mm-hmm. and they're like Adam and Danielle from and I'm like <laughs> you know and then boom you know like look at our friendship I'm I'm sure you haven't talked to that other podcast since neither have we and I don't even know what podcast it was <laughs> I'll tell you after okay and it's not the point the point is that. When you're when you be, when you become your full self and you are you are secure and and even somewhat secure in it, your people will find you and they will give you the messages that you need. And then you're the parent that you need to be for your for your child mm-hmm. because Mia needed you two to be the parents, right? Not these other people that were you know pleasing Adam's family or pleasing Danielle's That's family. Right. They needed Mia's, Mia needed you guys. Do you guys say her name? I'm just. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. Mia needed you know this version of Danielle and Adam to support her and mm-hmm. to love her and to show her like you don't have to follow the fucking rules. Right. And same with your two sons, you know, and mm-hmm. whatever whatever way that is. You want to go to Costa Rica for fucking all summer and mm-hmm. live your fucking life? Mm-hmm. I stand with you on that. Right. And the truth is, your families needed you to do that shit because now mm-hmm. they respect you. And now they're coming on your show to tell, talk to you about how to fucking right. divvy up your... your and they, they respect you because yeah. you have a book and you have a successful podcast and you're super famous in Malaysia. <laughs> <laughs> Are we still, right. though? Uh, no, probably not. <laughs> I, I think it's only <laughs> I think it's only brown. <laughs> probably, probably. A, you guys should take mushrooms. And B, do you want okay. to do, do, do a sec? Go to a sex party on Friday. <laughs> Look at that. Uh, <laughs> why wait? <laughs> all the way in. <laughs> so this is my proposal to you. It's Thursday. I mean, guys. I am ovulating. <laughs> And there's nothing I can do about right, it, so yeah. somebody else. I mean, I just think it's it's a nice environment for you guys to come check out, get out of your. I mean, all right, we'll talk about it. Okay, we'll watch. think about it. <laughs> you have to participate. <laughs> but we love you guys so much. <laughs> Wait, and do you have like a, a diagram about it, or what are those things called? Like a, 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 a guidebook, a pamphlet. Yeah. <laughs> just so I can see what that means. Eric and I are the pamphlet. So whatever questions you have, you deliver them here, gotcha. and then we're gonna. Okay. All right. And, well, and, and maybe and, we'll do an Instagram story about it. You should. <laughs> okay. and, for, and for those of you listening, because me and Eric are fucking experts. We also have a how-to on our Patreon. So if you're on Patreon or if you're not, you should be because we're on there. It's www.patreon.com backslash good moms, bad choices. And we have a guide to, a guide to how to sex party. We have a guide to how to sex party, how to roll a joint, how to wow. talk about cannabis with your kids, how to, how how to, to start date dating a, a single mom. I these love are, it. These are things that like people think You are, need to do a whole friendship guide for sure. It will this is and then we have a guide to making bad choices, which I is love, our love, book. love, so love, love. If you need a guide to we're the guides. We we're the guides. <laughs> if you need a guide to untraditional things, <laughs> that's right. We have the answers. And you know, Danielle, And that is what we need is a guide to untraditional should, things. We should be a guide to untraditional parenting. We should have you that. Guys that are. Be the I'm next fucking time. writing the book right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Right. Yes. Did By the forget? way, guys. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, I mean, I, you know, we we have done, I don't know, tons and tons of podcasts. We've had tons and tons of podcasters on, celebrities and this and that and whatever. 
And I think you guys have always stuck with me the most, with us the most. We talk about you all the time. And, um, you know, for anybody who like loves us and wants to see what we're inspired by, I think that this book is a really good way to do it and obviously to follow you and everything because um, it's true. I mean, you know, I'm 45, you're 10 years younger than me, and I feel like I need to, um, you know, just like release the fact that I'm older and be like, I need to learn from these women. So, um, I mean, no matter what age you are, I think even empty nesters and whatever who are trying to reclaim who they are. Um, this is a really, really good way to do it because you guys have made what society thinks are bad choices, and yet you are successful as fuck. <laughs> so, um, I mean, listen, let's just stop with all the society expectation stuff. I think even recently, we've all proven that again and again, that society norm, societal norms do not know what the fuck they're talking about when it comes to life. No. Make so, your own rules. Stop that's right. it. Just so, stop okay, it. Who so is where, society? Right. Like, who is this person? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know her. Can you bring right. him to my house? Like, right. Mariah exactly. Carey, like Mariah Carey says, I don't know her. I don't, right. I've never heard of her. I've never heard of her. Who? So <laughs> tell everybody where they can find you, where they can get the book. And um, obviously, you know, we'll put it all over our socials and everything. But um, everyone wants to know. Where do they get the good moms, bad choices, you know, well, you bestseller? Can, well, Shark you can find board. us on good moms, bad choices everywhere on all podcast platforms on Instagram, good moms underscore bad choices. Like Mila said, our Patreon, check out, check out our Patreon. If you're interested in joining our retreat, we have two retreats happening in July in Mexico. We're going to Sayulita, Mexico. We take over an entire property. Mm. Um, all the rooms are oceanfront. It's absolutely gorgeous, all-inclusive. We really take care of our ladies because we know as women, we have to think about a thousand fucking things and we just want to make it easy for you. And you don't have to go like with a friend, right? You can go no, by yourself. Actually, actually, actually come most alone. people come alone. And, you'll, and once you get there and you're alone, because I know that's... A big thing. People Stop are afraid to be alone. You guys take like you're like you, will miss you out welcome on life them, and everything is like you're in the tribe as soon as you get there. You are. That it's everyone... speed dating for a bestie. It really I is. love that. Every, really everybody is. leaves best friends. Like we literally have friends like like just like staying at each other's house across the country. Like it's the most beautiful mm. like explosion of and friendship. And the age range is vast. It we is. Have, we... It's from like twenty three to sixty. Literally, like we have mm -hmm. women from all walks of life come, and that's even the, older than sixty. And that's and that's the beauty of it is like mm -hmm. everyone just kind of comes to receive and give the messages that need to be received. Every group is exactly the group that needs to be there. Um, we have two dates. We have July fifth and July twelfth in Mexico, um, and they're almost sold out. So if you're interested in coming, come have your summer vacation Fun. here. You deserve it. Mm -hmm. And maybe we'll see Danielle there. I really do want to come. And That's also, right. and, and you can get our book anywhere on any, anywhere you get books. <laughs> Amazon. But, I mean, we always want to encourage you to, you know, buy, buy from small books, buy from small bookstores. Mm -hmm. But if you're an Amazon type of bitch, go ahead. Mm -hmm. um, and my, my, my wife has to pee. I'm looking at my her. My bladder is really small. I, oh my God. I, I'm right behind you, by the way. Just yeah. saying. And I'm, she's my, gone. <laughs> All right, we love you guys. Thank yeah. you so much. We'll call it there. All right. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>